Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show. It is 10 past 7 Australian Eastern Daylight Time, uh, 10 past 6 throughout Queensland. Josh Reynolds and Will Davies with you this morning. Grub, a very good morning to you. Uh, a lot of NFL, which you love, and we've put together, or you've put together, an NFL same, uh, well, it's not a same game, multi. it's across a couple of games, concentrate here. We have a multi in the BSB Bets Friends channel right now, and you've got three legs, put together, including one same game. So, we've gone Josh Allen to score for Buffalo, because mm-hmm. I feel it's very wet and windy, mm-hmm. and he'll be running a lot. And then we've backed Philly head-to-head into DeAndre Swift, 60-plus yards. Yep. And that gets us a juicy... I think it's 475. 475. 475. Very good. Which so that nice. BSB Bets Friends channel, remember, what could you be buying instead? But uh, a lot of great NFL offers throughout the Tab app, and you can watch all games live in the Tab app today. It is the Steelers at the Bills at 8.30 a.m. across New South Wales and ACT, so 7.30 a.m. Queensland. And the Eagles at the Buccaneers. So much great tennis to talk about as well as we say. A very good morning to Jared Daffy. Uh, Daff, good morning to you. How are you? How's the start to the week been? Are you enjoying the tennis? Good morning, Will and Josh. Yeah, I have been. Um, it's it's full on, isn't it? Mm. Unfortunately, well, Demon will look like he was in a little bit of bother last night. Um, but Rayonich, another injury. This has been going on for ten or twelve years with him. But um, and Osaka was well uh, well back favourite last night. Mm-hmm. She was beaten as well. So a little a little upset there. But to the main, most of the favourites have been winning. Will. Uh, the Aussies, are plenty in action in the first round, as, as we expect in the home Grand Slam. Mm. Uh, we've got about, I think, about six or seven in action today. Thanasi Kokonakis plays Sebastian Ofner. Isla Tomljanovic starts her tournament. Uh, which of the Aussies are, are drawing well, most of the attention? Well, they were the two matches I was going to touch on. Um, Ofner, the favourite there. Only just $1.85, Kokonakis at one ninety-five. So I think that one's not before 3pm. Mm-hmm. And Tomljanovic in action tonight. Uh, she's a two dollar ten outsider against Mardik. Most of the other uh, faves are featured today. They're all pretty short. Will, as you would expect, Schwantex, uh in action. One of the early ones at noon. Uh, she's a dollar and one. So you can check all of those out. As far as winning uh, both tournaments are concerned, no real change because we haven't really had the major upsets yet. Yeah. Djokovic favourite two. Alcaraz four seventy five. He's in action today. Sinner at seven. Medvedev eleven. And uh, Alex Dimonor comes in a little bit after claiming that victory last night. He's a $29 pop. And as far as the women's are concerned, uh, Schwantek favoured 340. Sapolinka, 5. Rybakina at 6. And Coco Goff, who was ultra impressive yesterday, uh, she's been 7 into 6 and the rest are 17 or better. So those markets to win it remain open throughout the day. And uh, you can always check them out if you think somebody's going really well or really badly. Daft tomorrow, the test side, Australia take on the West Indies. How are the markets looking for this series, mate? Well, it's a tad one-sided, Josh, isn't it? Uh, they were $1.12 at one stage, Australia, and I thought, well, they probably should be, but you couldn't take it. Well, they have. Uh, the punters are into a dollar and eight. Wow. A draw right out now to twelve dollars. That's unheard of in Australia. And the West Indies at nineteen dollars. We've got plenty of markets open. One that has created a fair amount of interest is is obviously the high bat mm. first innings for Australia. Guess who's favourite? Guess who's well-backed? Yeah, Steve, Steve Smith. Smith. Yeah. $4.20. So uh, that's tomorrow. We've actually got a test getting underway. Uh, it's next week, but India v England. So England on their way to India. Uh, India $1.52 there. And the big bash, we are down to the tail end of it uh, tonight. The Perth Scorch is one sixty-two. The Sixers at $2.30. 
And tomorrow night, well, they really only, well, they are only playing for pride. The Thunder two dollars, the Renegades a dollar eighty, and to win that big bash final, mm. uh, we are down to the four now. The Brisbane Heat and the Perth Scorchers equal favourites at two eighty, ahead of the Sixers at four twenty five, and the Strikers, the Outsiders at seven dollars. Uh, we've been touching on it uh, a fair bit so far off the back of the tennis, but the uh, the live sport this morning, the NFL playoffs continue. The Bills and Steelers play first, and then the Bucks and the Eagles. What are those games looking like? Well, Buffalo is short, dollar uh, eighteen. Pittsburgh four eighty. That line ten points is in favour of the Bills. That's a dollar eighty five. The minus. Then Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. Uh, well, there's been a bit of movement here, mainly for the Eagles. They were one sixty seven yesterday. They are into a dollar sixty. Tampa Bay out to two dollars thirty five. A line of three points. And of course, yesterday, well, one favourite was beaten. Dallas were a dollar thirty pop. They were beaten, and and the other one just staggered over the line. We've got. Uh, one playoff open for next weekend. The 49ers a dollar twenty. Green Bay four fifty. A line of nine and a half points. And with Dallas out, obviously the path should become a little bit easier for the 49ers. So they've come in a little bit in the market to win the Super Bowl. Will three dollars into two seventy five. The Ravens at three seventy five. The Bills seven fifty. The Chiefs now into eight fifty from twelve dollars. The Lions are ten and the rest are seventeen or better. Plenty of games in the NBA today, mate. Any of that stand out for you? Uh, there's been a couple of moves, Josh. Uh, we've got some already underway. We've got one getting underway uh, shortly. In about 10 minutes' time, Atlanta have been 134 into 130. San Antonio, 370. A line of 8.5 points. And then well, probably the biggest move of the morning, and these have been pretty hot lately when they do move, and it's Miami away to Brooklyn. Now, Miami were the faves when the market went up yesterday. They touched 220 overnight. They are into $2 now. Um, Brooklyn are $1.85. Smallish line there of one and a half points in favour of Brooklyn. Just your 352 bet types <laughs> open on that one. Already, if you're fancy scrolling down those, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't stop, does it, Daph? Throw no, it doesn't. So a lot of NBA, a lot of NFL, and a lot of tennis. Um, is Demon or drawing much attention? I just want to get back to the, the tennis with all of those games happening. You mentioned the market's not really changing that much, but has there been much interest for Demon or uh, to go deep and win the tournament? Not really. He's he's one of those guys. I think he's, he's a very, very popular person, mm. but I guess he's only just broken into that top 10 yeah. uh, at various stages. You know, he's been able to get so far and not go any further but geez had a good start to 2024 I know I know he sort of won by default last night we'll never ever know what happened although it looked like he was on top of proceeding Zen but uh, fingers crossed he can go all the way because you would think he's our best hope now Grub I don't know if you know but few people know more about Greyhounds uh, than Jared Daffy Daff anything that's running around at the moment that uh, that you can steer us towards well we've got uh, me personally no actually I had a decent dog and um, we had to retire him yesterday he's oh. broken down but we've got uh, we've got a big night at Wentworth Park on Friday night uh, Saturday night mm-hmm. uh, the final of the Derby and the Futurity which Cat Ernst and I will go through and go in Greyhounds a little bit later yeah. in the morning, but I think I think there's one there that'll win the Paws of Thunder, the Group One final. It's got the red. It's a Victorian uh, called Dutch Right, currently two dollars sixty. So Wendy Park Saturday night, Dutch Right. I've not nice. seen a man move with their pen as fast as Josh just did since Laurie Haley <laughs> sat in that same chair last year. That's a lot of races away though. There's a lot between now and then. Yeah, That's all right, is. mate. That Dutch Right feels right. <laughs> Love it. Good on you, Daff. We'll look forward to catching up later in the week.
See you, boys. Jared Daffy, senior media presenter with the tab and Greyhound aficionado. So Dutch Wright and Wendy Park on Saturday night in the pause of thunder. It is 20 minutes past seven throughout Sydney, uh, New South Wales and the ACT. We'll take a quick break and be back with Andrew Redmayne, hopefully on the other side. Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show. Will Davies and Josh Reynolds with you. And very pleased to say we are joined by Sydney FC goalkeeper Andrew Redmayne after what was a massive weekend for football across uh, Sydney, but also for the A-Legs generally in Australia. And um, love keeping across that as much as we possibly can. Andrew, good morning to you. How are you? Uh, what were your thoughts on the first Unite round? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a, a great vibe. I thought... Um you know, it was, it was um, quite unique seeing lots of Mariners in victory shirts in the stadium um, for our game. Uh, but I, I think it was a great buzz for the game. And, um, yeah, again, really enjoyed the quite the, the hype and, and the, the kind of collective that, that everyone brought. For Sydney FC, a um, comeback wasn't enough to salvage a point. Um, where are you feeling about the season for you guys at the moment? Yeah, I think it was a... Uh, it was a bit turbulent, I think, with uh, the coach. It's, it's brought in a new kind of energy and a new style that we're we're adapting to. I, I want to say really quickly. I think the, the players are really picking it up and really buying into it really quickly, uh, which which is exciting. I think it's a it's a new direction for Sydney FC after you know having the same direction for for quite a long time. And um, yeah, I, I think we're only going to get better and better at the at executing the style that. Wolfie wants to uh, implement, and um, I think it's an exciting brand of, uh, of football, but it, it's kind of a, a risk and reward if you don't get it quite right, which uh, we, we didn't quite get it right on the weekend. It's, um, you know, it can be a little bit detrimental. Andrew, I've, I've been a part of a, a similar situation where you know, a new coach comes in and they've got all new structures and, and systems. Um, some people like them, some people don't. Do you feel as a team you all just have to sort of, you know, get on board and, and head in the right direction. Otherwise, if you've got a few people pulling one way, a few pulling the other way, that can, you know, be a bit of a disruption in the season. Yeah, I think we've got a really solid change room. Uh, we've, we've, I mean, historically, Sydney FC's had, had a really good change room. Um, it's a pleasure to be a part of. And, and you know, we've, for lack of better words, we've got no dickheads in the room. So mm. everyone's pulling in the same way. Everyone knows their role. And um, I, I know Uffy has the full support of the change room and, it's um, like I said. It's quite exciting to be on this new direction. I just wish we uh, almost had it kind of had a, a solid preseason to work under it, if you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Because it, 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 like you said, it takes a bit of time to to kind of iron out kinks in in the way that Uffy wants us to play. So yeah, it's exciting, but um, yeah, we're only going to get better. So there's there's lots of positives ahead. Off the back of that, one win away from a top six spot. You've got Newcastle on Friday night at home. What's the initial focus in terms of the style of play, and obviously you get a great view of that from the back. For against Newcastle, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of pace up front. They've got a kind of youthful, energetic side. So um, a lot of their players, well, a few of their players um, in, in their front line, especially, have come through Sydney FC, and uh, we kind of know what they're all about. So we have to be on our toes with, like I said, with their pace up front. But again, if we if we execute our our kind of front and middle third pressure like we, we have against some teams since Wolfie's come in, then uh, it just doesn't give any time for, for teams to play on the ball and, and, and kind of pick out those forward runs. So, yeah, I, I think the focus is all about us, like it always has been under Wolfie, and um, the, the result will take care of itself. 
Andrew, I feel the competition is, is probably the tightest it's been in many years. Um, in your personal opinion, what do you put this down to? Is, is the talent just spread evenly among amongst all the teams now? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I think uh, the, the salary cap's probably doing its job in a way. Um, but I think, yeah, like you said, there's no out-and-out front-runner that Melbourne City had for the last couple of years and I guess the Sydney FC of, of a few years before that. So, um, yeah, there's no out-and-out front-runner, but I think it just adds to the excitement of the competition. Anyone can knock off anyone in, on their day. But, um, again, uh, with the Sydney FC hat on, I think we... We just need to focus on ourselves and, and execute our game plan to, um, to to hold us in the best stead. Uh, did you keep an eye across the Socceroos and their Asian Cup opener against India on the weekend? Yeah, managed to get home for the second half. Um, yeah, it was it was great. I, I thought again we, we we played extremely well. We we probably want to capitalise on a few more chances, um, but I, th- I think we com- completely and utterly dominated that game. I don't think the, the store line quite reflected the, the flow of the game but um, yeah I think that's it's an exciting um, exciting time for, for, for Socceroos as well What did you make of Matt Ryan's new uh, new accessory we won't call it a fashion accessory it was a, <laughs> yeah. a, pra- a practical look old Bat Ryan Yeah Bat Ryan yeah I, I, whatever it takes to, yeah. to get him on the pitch I think I mean he's Australia's captain he's he's the most capped Socceroo in that squad and um, he, he's such a you know kind of stoic player that, that anything it takes to, to get him on the pitch um, it will hold the Socceroos in, in better stead for, for results coming forward. So, yeah, if he has to wear a mask, then, uh, then so be it. Andrew, Graham Arnold, you know, he was, he was pleased but not overly pleased with um, their first performance. Do you think we're a chance of taking it out? Yeah, I still like our chances. Um, obviously, um, the Asian Cup's a, a completely different kettle of fish to the, to the World Cup. Um, yeah, if you hit your straps later in the tournament, um, yeah, you certainly hold yourself in good stead. But I think Arnie's so good at galvanising um, not only a team but a squad together. So um, regardless of what players are there and, and who's on the pitch, it's, um, it's it's certainly an exciting time for them because I know that they're just going to be firing for every game. And yeah, I can't wait to can't wait to watch Australia do well. Understandably, your focus is on Sydney FC across the Unite round. What did you make of, of the crowds and the turnout? A little bit was made that it was perhaps a little bit lower than a lot of people would have wanted. The weather was pretty awful for people to travel around the Sydney CBD. But do you think Sydney's the, the right landscape for that? Or, or is that something you'd like to see move around a little bit um, as it becomes a regular feature? Oh, yeah, I'd love to see uh, sold-out stadiums every mm. every game in every round of, of the, the A-League. Um, I think crowds are something that all sports are, uh, are kind of fighting with at the moment. But um, yeah, I think sharing your night round would be would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, spreading it around, I'm I'm all for spreading the game and growing the game in, in different parts of the country. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not sure what the powers to be that um, decisions they're going to make, and and I know they have the the best intentions of the game in, at their heart and their head. So um, if they have to make certain decisions based on certain kind of, I guess, factors and, and, and economical reasons, then I'm sure they will, but I'd certainly love to see it spread around. Andrew, always appreciate your time. One of the leading figures, obviously, in the A-League on the pitch, but a great voice for the game as well. Good luck this weekend and through the rest of the season. 
Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Thank you, Andrew Redmayne. Sydney FC goalkeeper off the back of your night round and Sydney FC taking on Newcastle this week. Um, the Socceroos, as we spoke about uh, a lot yesterday, 2-0 against India. They'll take on Syria on Thursday. The Asian Cup continues. Japan um, and Korea leading the market as far as that one goes. But plenty of great football. The African Cup of Nations is underway as well. Uh, the Premier League, as we touched on with James Fielden last week, has a bit of a split round as uh, players are here, there and everywhere. And they've got League Cup games and FA Cup coming up in a couple of weeks. So uh, a great time for football, as uh, as we know. We'll catch up with Mossy a little bit later in the week as he comes back from leave about the Socceroos and ahead of their uh, clash with Syria. So uh, really exciting stuff um, through the A-League with Unite Round and good to see. Um, heading into the break, a couple of score updates. The Rockets and 76ers, it's almost uh, over there. It's two minutes remaining in the fourth quarter in that NBA clash. The 76ers, 120, leading the Rockets, 108. And Joel Embiid returning after a few games out. He has 41 points, Joel Embiid. 10 rebounds, 3 assists, just 31 minutes he played. And 27 points for Tyrese Maxey for the 76ers. We will keep you across plenty of the scores in BA and, of course, the NFL as that kicks off at 8.30. Uh, and, Grub, you've built a little NFL multi in the Tab app. And that can be found in the BSB Bets Friends channel on the Tab app. And you've got Josh Allen to score a touchdown in the opening clash and then a two-leg same-game multi built into that one in the Eagles and the Buccaneers. And that is? Josh Allen to score, Philly to win, DeAndre Smith, 60-plus yards. I think he could go for 100, but I pulled it back a bit to be a little bit safe. Yep. But I really, I like our run game today. Very good. $4.75, $4.75, that one in the tab app, and the BSB bets friends. Allen to score a touchdown. Philly win, Swift 60+. plus. It is 7.30 Australian Eastern Daylight Time, 6.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. We'll take a quick break and be back with plenty more. Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show. Will Davies and Josh Reynolds with you on Tuesday, January 16. Loz and Clarkie are back on Monday, January 22, and the show reverts back to its usual 5.30 a.m. AEDT start. Uh, until then, though, we have the summer show for the rest of the week. Uh, Josh, a very good morning to you. Uh, you're enjoying the tennis, the cricket, uh, obviously a bit of soccer going on with the Asian Cup as well. What's taking your fancy at the moment? NFL at the moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yep. going to be boring and say the NFL because I love it. But yep. it's a, but I, I love the tennis. Yep. I do love the tennis, um, especially when it gets to the pointy end. I'm not going to lie. The, the first you know, few days, it's good games. But, gee, when you get the big matchups, yep. they're fun. Yeah, the ones you can really just settle into the couch, get your heart rate down to about I don't know, 34 beats a minute and just love what's happening. Really 34? Just, yeah, just relax. Very resting. Yeah, no, that's very, very resting. Must be very fit. <laughs> Having a look at some of these <laughs> results. There's so much tennis at the moment, first few days. Um, hard to know where to look, but we'll pick through a few of them. Alex Demonor beat Milos Raonic due to a retirement in the third set from Raonic. Demonor was leading two love in the third set, and it was one set all after Raonic won the first one off the back of his big serving. Uh, Daniel Medvedev, uh, the third seed on the men's side, beat French qualifier Terence Atmane due to a retirement from Atmane in the fourth set. Coco Goff beat Anna Schmidlova of Slovakia, 6-3, 6-love. Ben Shelton, the number 16 seed of USA, met Roberto Batista a good uh, straight set. Stefano Tsitsipas beat Belgium's Zizou Bergs in four. Felix Auger, Alias Seam and Dominic Team, a five-setter, four hours, 59 minutes. 
Orja Aliassime, the 27th seed won that one. Carolina Garcia beat Naomi Osaka in straight sets. Adrian Manorino beat Stan Favrinka in five. Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova beat Donovekic in straight sets. Andy Murray lost his first round match to uh, Thomas Martin Echeverry. Straight sets. Also winners yesterday, Angeberg, Gael Monfils, Paula Badosa. And on the Australian side of things, Storm Hunter, the qualifier beat Sarah Arani 6-4-6-3. A great win from Storm Hunter. Alexi Popurin beat Australia's Mark Polmans in an all-Aussie duel, 6-3-7-6-6-2. Darius Saville lost her first-round match. Omar Jessica lost. Taylor Preston also losing. Jordan Thompson beat Alexander Vukic in five sets. And Rinky Hidjikata and James Duckworth also losing in five set clashes. Some big matches today. Iga Sviantek early against Sofia Kennan. Carlos Alcaraz, the men's number two seed, against Richard Gasquet. Alina Rabakina. Elena Rabakina plays Carolina Pliskova. That should be a good one on the women's side. Kasper Rude in action. Holger Runa also playing Camilla Georgie, taking on Victoria Azarenka. And Alexander Zverev in an all-German clash against Dominic Kupfer. Uh, in the Aussies, uh, Olivia Gadecki plays Sloane Stevens from 11am local time at John Kane Arena. Thanasi Kokonakis plays today, Isla Tomljanovic, Kim Birrell, James McCabe and Max Purcell. So, so much tennis and we will keep you across that right throughout the week. In the Big Bash last night, Hobart beat Melbourne Stars by seven runs. That ends their regular season. The Hurricanes, eight for 187, beat the Stars, four for 180 tonight. It is the Scotches versus the Sixers. Good game. Interesting to see who wins that one. I'm going to lean with the Sixers, Grub. The Scorchers are great at home. Mm. Uh, Joe Richardson's out. Marcus Harris has been signed as injury cover. Uh, not sure he'll play. Uh, but the Sixers, to keep it rolling, Steve Smith, James Vince, the bowling's good. Sean Abbott, great friend of our show, uh, playing well. Steve O'Keefe continuing. So, um, Scorchers are hard to beat over there, though. It'll be a big crowd at what they call the Furnace. It's a it's a big game, mm. yeah, to see where everyone's sort of going to land. And the Sixers would know that. As you said, Scorchers very hard to beat in the Furnace. Mm-hmm. But um, if the Sixers can do it, they're, they're a big chance. You know, you, you get two bites of the cherry. Whoever yes. wins this game, isn't it? Correct. 1v2, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's on the Gold Coast on the 19th, so Friday night, um, and then 3v4. So whoever loses this will play Adelaide. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yep. So in a knockout. Big game. Yep. Huge game. Um, sure. I, I, yeah, the Sixers will go and try and um, try and ambush them mm. in the furnace, I think. Mm. You have to. Yeah. Because they always, they're just a, a really good team at home, aren't they? Yeah. They're yeah. just very, very hard to beat. They bat well. They bat well. Yeah. They know the pitch. Yeah. AJ so, Tyres come into some good form. They're, they're a... Remarkable that side. The whole town is right behind them too. They love the Scorchers. Yeah. Always in amongst the finals, aren't they? Yeah. Been good for a long time. Yes. Yeah. You know what I find? They're they're really good. They're a really good fielding team. Yes. Yeah. They hum. They hum as a pack. Yeah. Yeah. They I, feel I, that pressure really well, don't they? It's it and it's crazy. I never. I actually listened to the commentary last time the Scorchers played, mm-hmm. and at home it was, and I just. I'm not sure who it was, but they said, watch the Scorchers fielders and they're, they're, yeah. they're walking in there. They're always on their toes. They're always throwing the ball at the wickets. You know, the, like the batter getting a bit, a bit edgy and mm. stuff. And that, that builds pressure. I yeah. suppose you speak about building pressure in, in, in different types of sport. And I just never thought of it in, in that sense. But I watch it now. And yeah. I, an example, I watched the Thunder play the other night. Mm. Just 
mannerisms, walking in, there. and yeah. yeah, I don't know, yeah. it's just something. Yeah. But it's it's something that the Scorchers do really well. Team informed. Mm. A um, couple of other results happening in the NBA and NFL. We'll have a look at a little bit later in the Asian Cup. Overnight, uh, Korea 3-1 Bahrain. So Korea winners in Group E, Indonesia 1, Iraq 3. That was in Group D. And also in Group E, Malaysia 0, Jordan 4. So good wins for Korea, Jordan and Iraq. Tomorrow morning, Thailand against Kyrgyzstan and Saudi Arabia taking on Oman. That is in the Asian Cup. Australia plays Syria on Thursday. We'll be right across that as well through the Asian Cup. As we say, a very good morning to Bradley Davidson, Sky Racing form expert. Davo, good morning to you. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Will. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, everyone. I'm well, thank you. Davo, initial thoughts on a big weekend in Queensland and the Magic Millions. Uh, Stormboy winning and a, a remarkable performance from Stormboy. Yeah, it was remarkable. One of the best Magic Millions two-year-old classic wins you'll ever see, um, right up there with the best of them. Um, look, he, he was uh, simply superb. He missed the start. He had to work overtime mid-race to get up on speed. And, uh, yeah, I mean, considering the, the sectionals, they went early, sort of, you know, low tens. Uh, I thought on the turn, I thought, well, he, he can't win. He's going to drop out for sure. But... Not only did he win, he absolutely smashed his rivals and he ran sensational time. That um, that race never, ever really rates higher than the older horses on the day, let alone uh, King of Sparta, who's a Group 1, Group 2 sort of winning sprinter. Um, you know, he, well, he, he's at that level. Um, I know he's not a Group 1 winner, but he's at that sort of Group 1, Group 2 level. And he ran quicker time than, than King of Sparta. Um, he ran quicker time than the other... 1,200-metre race on the day as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just a, a simply sensational performance. Um, no doubt now a, a short price favourite for the Golden Slipper and clearly the the best two-year-old performance of the season. So, look, he looks a really exciting horse. Obviously, he has to come back and, and do it again now in the in the autumn. But uh, what he did there on Saturday was simply remarkable. Davo, Sydney bowler, uh, pulled up OK after his little mishap in the barriers. Yeah, yeah, Josh. Yeah, unfortunately, he got cast there in in the barriers and the uh, the Magic Millions three year old guineas. They had that uh, delay. They went back a few races, and um, yeah, they had to sort of sedate him to get him out of the, the gates there. But um, you know, well done to all involved to to get him out safely. And it was um, pleasing to see pictures on social media yesterday of him walking around and and looking good the next day. So you know, glad to. Glad to hear no major injuries there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, everyone was really worried for Sydney Bowler there on on Saturday. So some, some great news that he's come through that and um, that we'll uh, see him out on the racetrack again sometime in the future. 25,000-odd fans out at Aquas Park on the weekend. The track looks a treat. It held up really nicely. So much rain and uh, and great racing. What are your thoughts on, on the relaying of the track, the surface, and, and just the event itself? Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Um, you know, uh, there were obviously some, some, always some queries coming into it around how the track would play, um, like any new track, really, and how it would sort of cope with back-to-back Saturdays and all that rain. But um, it, it, it passed with flying colours, there's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the the main thing for the Gold Coast is, is, is a bit like the Eagle Farm track. It drains so well that they're just going to, have to keep the water up to it, um, and that's a that's a good problem to have rather than the other way where we you know some tracks in Australia as soon as they get a bit of water it gets really waterlogged and 
Um, you can lose meetings and whatnot. So, look, it's going to be a fast track. There's no doubt about that. The times they're running there on Saturday reflect that as well. But um, you'd rather have a track in, in that respect than, than one that uh, doesn't drain well at all. So credit to everyone involved, Naresh Ramdani and the whole Gold Coast Turf Club and, again, played really well on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to the, the future at the Gold Coast. It's been a tra- uh, club that's been progressive for some time. And uh, they'll really mark themselves as a, a club on the rise and they get those lights in and, and can do some night racing as well. And that magic means Carnival continues to go from strength to strength. Davo, Naval College, and what a run it was. Breaks 28-year-old Rose Hill track record. Yeah, you're right, Josh. Um, not only broke it, but um, broke it by about 0.8 of a second, which is about sort of, you know, between that four to five length mark. So... Quite remarkable performance, as you said. That that record, I think, um, standing since 1996. So, uh, fantastic performance. Obviously, um, you know that that time set up with a nice early speed. He got the perfect run again, but gee, put them away and put them away in style by a big, big margin. He's a real progressive middle distance horse on the rise, and um, yeah, excited to see what he can do in the next 12, 18 months because. Uh, He's only going to get better, and, um, yeah, that on the weekend was simply superb. The great racing across New South Wales uh, continuing and ramping up over the next little while, Dave. Which horses should we be following? There's a couple to follow out of the weekend. I thought Swift Charm was terrific in the uh, in the highway and lovely return, and uh, I thought Parade did enough there first up for Godolphin back on the inside and um, looked the winner, and that was first up, so I bumped into a nice horse, and... I think can uh, definitely put a win on the board soon. So there's a couple of horses to follow out of the weekend. And what about the forgive category? Anything that uh, that has an excuse that you're happy to uh, get past? Yeah, well, I'm a steel was heavily backed um, in one of those tab highways and pulled up lanes. So uh, might have been a bit of an excuse there. Also got sort of a long way back and got held up badly in the straight. And I thought Kitty Chat was the other one who was happy to forgive. Sort of got caught three wide, no cover there in in a race where they rolled along early and um, was left exposed a long, long way out. So two horses that are lightly enough race, particularly Kitty Chat. And, um, yeah, I thought um, uh, two, well, I'm a still, sorry, um, both lightly raced, I'm a still, and um, and I just think you can forgive them both um, and, uh, and, and sort of see what they do next time out, but keep them right in contention next up for sure. Bradley, always appreciate it. Have a great day. We'll catch up later in the – oh, we'll catch up tomorrow ahead of uh, the Kenzo. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Brad. Cheers. Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show. Seven minutes to eight, Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And in Queensland, it is 6.53. Really excited about the next few weeks of the tennis and the cricket and all things summer. But we aren't far away, Josh, from the start of pre-season trials in the National Rugby League. And it's a massive season for the competition. Thrilled to be joined by a friend of the show, Bronson Garlic from the Storm. Bronson, good morning to you. How are you? Morning, fellas. How's it going? Very, very well, thank you. How about you? How's pre-season? Are you guys the fittest you've ever been, the toughest pre-season you've had in, in all seriousness? How's it been? What's been the highlight so far? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a different one this year. We've, we've changed our training a fair mm. bit, actually. Um, looking to get a fair bit faster, and um, obviously those fitness sessions um, are pretty crazy. So we're down uh, in Geelong at the moment. We do a, a two-week camp down here in um, Geelong Grammar. Okay. So we're down here for a, a couple of weeks, and it, it gets pretty intense uh, now that we're we're closer to the start of the season, so um, yeah, first day yesterday, which was um, which was pretty big. Um, Sean Bloor actually first day um, at the club, so he was um, he was welcome with a uh, big wrestle session and big field session. So it was um, I'm sure it was fun for him, but 
yeah, get, getting in the swing of things now as we um, edge closer to the first trial, actually, against uh, the Bulldogs up at Belmore. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to start playing. Bronson Garlic, Melbourne Storms. That's uh, that's what we call him. We always refer to him as um, Melbourne Storm Storms player now. Okay. So, yeah. How are you, mate? How's things? Yeah, good, mate. And that's what I say when I um, when I introduce myself to people these days. So. <laughs> yeah. I am the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's good, it. Good. Um, that's good. Mate, obviously, um, I'll just... Uh, give it a little brief overview. Bronson, you know, worked very hard to get to where he, where he was mm-hmm. today. Uh, 28 years of age, debuted last year. Yep. A lot of people would have fallen off. Um, and it's just a credit to himself, hardworking. And I think he just suits Melbourne to a T. Goes mm-hmm. down there, plays many roles last year. You know, starting hooker in, in, in a major, you know, semi-final game. So, great start to your NRL career last year, mate. Uh, how did you actually find your first season? Yeah, I loved it. It was... Um I was sitting here this time last year, actually down in Geelong, and uh, it's where we kind of do the majority of our kind of um, 13 on 13 stuff. And I thought that I had a really good preseason, which set me up for the year. Um, and then obviously went into the games, and uh, I was still finding my feet throughout the year, and then um, playing a few different positions. But I feel like uh, that 14 spot off the bench, being able to play a few few different roles and a few different positions was, was the one that kind of suited me the most. Um, I, cu- I couldn't really tell you what my favourite position is because I, I don't mind jumping in a bit everywhere. So, um, yeah, I think for me it's uh, just keep working on what I did last year and what went well for me and hopefully take that into this year. But, yeah, I, I loved it. It was obviously a dream come true and something that I've been dreaming of for, for my whole life and uh, I felt like just uh, I needed to stick in there uh, those extra couple of years through, through COVID and stuff when everything wasn't going my way. Um, to finally get down to, to Melbourne, um, yeah, it was it was a dream. Mate, Craig Bellamy, um, obviously one of the great coaches of the modern era. Um, from 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 the outside looking in, it seems like he loves the little area, little areas like effort, you know, backing up backing up your teammates and just the things that you know fans don't see. Sometimes I feel that's you, mate. Do you, do you take pride in that? And that and is that what Craig wants from you again this season? Yeah, he does. That's a that's a major thing at the Storm is just um, doing those little things. Like, uh, no one really um, from the outside looking in would, would look at those things that uh, we take pride in here. So the kick chase, the, the kick pressure, the fill the space sort of stuff, um, that, that's the stuff that we, we highlight in our videos. And if you're doing that well, um, good on you. If you're not, then you're going to kick up the arse. So um, I think that um, I'm not the most skillful bloke in the world, but I think those type of things suit me. Um, he does a really good job at also just simplifying your role and what you need to do each week and taking a few goals from, from attack and defence and um, working really hard on that. And if you do, then you'll kind of reap the reward. So um, I think for me, it, uh, that was the best thing about coming down here is um, yeah, he, he just made my role so simple and um, wasn't thinking about big plays or doing doing too many things um, away from just those little uh, simple goals that I had each week. So... Um, I think that's why he's been been so good for so long, and uh, the boys just love playing for him. You mentioned Sean Bloor arriving at the club. What excites you about him, and what do you expect to miss uh, with Justin Olam heading to the Tigers? Yeah, Sean. Obviously, we haven't had much to do with him yet, but uh, he's a big fella, so I think he'll bring that size and um, power and aggression that obviously we've seen him um, use at the Tigers there. So um, we're, we're looking forward to getting him in. Um, and start. Oh, I don't want to be running at him, but um, there's a few boys here that yeah, that they're going to be um, yeah reaping the wards off off the back of him. But um, yeah, Juzzy Juzzy's been here for uh, for a lot of years, and uh, it was pretty sad to see him go the other day when 
uh, when he announced that he was going to be leaving. But um, yeah, his passion and um, aggression and enthusiasm that he brought to the Storm is is what will be missed, um, especially out on that um, that left edge with uh, Munster. But um, yeah, it is what it is, and at the end of the day, it's a it's a business and uh, pretty cutthroat at times. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, how he goes at the um, at the Tigers there. Bruno, you, you played in the spine last year at, at nine. Actually jumped Harry Grant out of mm. his position, mate. So a fairly good feat. So you should be very proud of yourself. But on a serious note, Munster, Hughes, hopefully Pappenhausen. How good is it to play with these types of guys in the spine? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I still pinch myself when I'm like in that prelim final last year and I'm passing the ball to Munn and Hughesy and um, those type of fellas like it. They're, they're, they're the best in the game at the moment. So being able to line up against them and um, yeah, play with them each week, it's it's pretty cool. And just learning off them, um, so much learning from those guys. Like they go into origin camps and um, national teams and they bring up so much um, so much stuff that we can learn from them. And um, yeah, it's just cool to, to be a part of it and, and watch how they go about their business and how professional they are and try and take little things from, from each of them. So um, yeah, it's pretty special. How is Ryan Pappenhausen doing? Where's he at with his training? What are you expecting to see from him in pre-season? Um, can you give us a bit of an update on where he's at? Yeah, I, I think he'll um, he'll be he'll be right to go by trials. He, he looks he looks like he's getting around um, better than kind of what they expected. So, oh, um, not too sure what what the timeline is for him, but um, yeah, I'm sure he's going to be there round one. Bruno, on a on a bit of a less serious note, we caught up a couple of couple of weeks ago um, and. You've brought out a, a, a lean beef pie uh, at Garlow's. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fair to say you haven't had too many lean beefers in the off season. You've stuck to the the normal uh, little bit fatty ones, mate. <laughs> we did. We did. We um we actually brought out a new better for you range, which is um something that we've been working on for for a little bit of time. Uh, I think we sent some into the studio there, but I think you took a fair few home, didn't you? I don't know <laughs> yeah, I if any of the boys got any of the boys got any, but yeah, it's um. It's something that we've been working on for for a little bit of time, and um, just to just to have a, a pie there that's actually good for you. Like we got a we got a couple of flavours in that in that range, and um, pie that's obviously higher in protein, less sodium, and and lower in fat than our, our standard range. Um, you can you can have a few without feeling guilty about it now. So um, got to go to Woolies. They're in every every Woolies store across the country, actually. So. Get into the um, get into your local Woolies and grab a couple from the freezer. And if I can't find them in the chilled meals section, what should I do? Just ask them by name. Ask go up to the uh, <laughs> go up to the store manager and just ask for them. So if they can't direct you into it, um, Josh has got his um, his big garage now full of them. So you can go to his house and trouble. Now, now thin on pastry. What else? Thin on pastry, big on meat. Very good, very good. Um, uh, Bronson, we wish you well for the year. Um, what, what's the chat around expectations for the Storm uh, in 2024, top four? Yeah, I think we just want to go one better than uh, last year. We made the prelim um, and kind of uh, bummed out in, in ordinary fashion. So I think we just we want to go one better. And um, I think if we can improve on all those little areas that we didn't do so well last year, um, we'll go a long way to, to doing what we want to do. So um, that's our goal is to... Obviously, the premiership. Um, so, yeah, we, we just want to go on better. Very good. Uh, congrats on everything so far. Good luck through the camp there with the storm in Geelong, and we'll look forward to catching up again soon. No worries. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it.